Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You know, every time I played Tell Me Why by Norman Fox and the Rob Roys gave me a good feeling. And every time I had Norman on the stage with his Rob, with his RRs, right, um, magic happened. It brought back great days of yore. And uh, they weren't there at the very beginning. Well, let's let the talk about it. Hi, Norman. Welcome, Norman Fox, Hi. to the show. Hi, Brucey. How are you? Very good. So where are you now? I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. So that's not bad. That's a nice hop, skip, and a jump for you, huh? Well, you know, it's beautiful. It's beautiful out here. It's 70 degrees. The sun is shining. It's just fabulous. Good. Well, I'm glad. I want you certainly have earned it, my cousin. Norman, (laughs) let's let's go back. Let's go back uh, before you tell me what the heck a Rob Roy is, which I think I know. But where, where did it all start for you? Did you have, was it a musical family? Uh, what, 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 what happened to get you into music? That's an interesting question. I, I don't know what got me into music. It was my father used to sing. He, he, he used to sing lullabies to me. My mother didn't have a voice at all. Um, <laughs> but at my bar mitzvah, I sang. And that was the first time I ever did a song. What'd you sing, Norman? Do you remember? I sang "Because of You." Oh, because of you, there's a song in my right. heart. That one. How do you like that? And uh, how did the did the people leave, or did they applaud you? Applaud you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they were still around because uh, <laughs> I still continued after that. <laughs> okay, so that's when it really started. How did you uh, meet the uh, boys in the group? We all went to, to high school together. What school? And, um, what school did you go to? We went to, we, we went to Dewey Clinton High School in the Bronx. Mm. Uh, we lived in the, I lived in the Riverdale section of the Bronx, and we were crazy about, you know, listening to Alan Freed on the radio, the original rock and roll music, and we wanted to emulate those wonderful sounds of the groups that we heard, you know, the, the Cleftones, the Cadillacs, the Eldorados, people of that nature and we wanted to uh, we we loved that sound and so we tried to emulate that and and get as close to the sound of those groups as we possibly could uh we picked up a couple of guys in in Dewitt Clinton and the sound started to round out we went through two or three or four different auditions but the sound started to round out and that's where it came together so it was at, at Dewey Clinton. We sang in the boys' room where there was an echo. And uh, we needed the, the echo made everything sound great. I know. It's, a, it's those tiles on the wall. How many groups do you think, <laughs> right, did, did, uh, did they're practicing? Did they're, they're practicing in the boys' rooms or in the subway? Many, many groups. You, you always look for an echo. Uh, yeah, look yeah. at Kenny Vance's song, Looking for an Echo. I mean, That's it was right. either in the subway or it was in the boys' room or it was somewhere where you could get an echo and make it sound sound better. Isn't that amazing? In those days, of course, the echoes were natural, 
and they were real. Today we can emulate them with uh, a flick of a switch, which we're going to yeah, talk about. Ama- we're going to talk about right. the the Beatles thing a little bit later with artificial intelligence. Have you heard Correct. the new Beatles song, Norman? I haven't heard it yet. All right. Well, I hope you listen. You'll hear it on the show a little bit. I a little bit later on. Will. Very absolutely interesting. Because now let's talk about technology. Well, first of all, let me go back a little bit. What is a Rob Roy? Well, it's a drink of, of scotch and vermouth, and it's in the same type of a glass that you would uh, you you would do a, uh, a, a I forgot what the name of the thing is a uh, a, a, a small glass. So uh-huh. it, it it and they have uh, I remember them having cherries in them, and uh-huh. they looked very very good. They tasted terrible, but they looked great, <laughs> and that's where we got the name from. Yeah, but why would I mean? There's so many possibilities. How would? Why would you? There must have been a reason you picked a song, a, a name from a a drink. Was there? Well, I like the drink, and I I I liked it. I liked the way it looked. You liked the way and, it looked. And Rob Roy, Rob Roy was a sexy name, and it yeah. was something that stood out, and it was different because there were so many tone groups at those times. So we were originally the Velvet Tones. And then when we went and got a record contract, they said, no, there's too many tone groups. We mm-hmm. want you to see if you can come up with another name. And so uh, we floated the name, the Rob Roy's. They loved it. And that's how it got started. Great. That's because it's certainly, you certainly remember it. You're absolutely right. Velvet tones might get lost or that type Correct. of tone. But Rob Roy's will always say, well, I, was, I said at the beginning when I introduced you, uh, every time that you've been on stage with me, with the group, uh, the feeling of doo-wop continued beautifully and developed. So who were, who were some of your favorite groups? You mentioned the Cleftones, and who else? That you I really loved the Cadillacs, enjoyed? the Cleftones, the Eldorados. Uh-huh. I loved all of those groups. They were, they were the essence of what we were trying, you know, to get. You know, Will, Willie Winfield and the Harp Tones. And the people of that nature, that was the sound that we wanted to get. And, um, you know, we, but we, you know, we never achieved their sound. We got our own sound. And when we actually got it together, that sound really took off and it roared. I never heard anything so beautiful as to when we got it, but we were different. From the rest of them, even though we were trying to emulate them. Yeah, but well, well, yeah, but that's fine because you know you learn from a teacher or a mentor, and then you develop you know your own style and your own road. You take your own route. Otherwise, you're going to exactly. be just uh, you know another group that sounds like the other group. No, you, exactly you certainly. Right. How would how would you describe your sound? Can you do that? That's a difficult question. You know, I don't know how to describe the sound. It's a combination of, uh, of, of different voices and different textures. So I would imagine that in every vocal group harmony, there is a whole combination of sounds that are different one from the other because of the nature and the texture of the voices and how you're putting them together. It's, it's, it's an incredible thing. Hmm. Well, it did. The blending was beautiful. And the recipe was really terrific. Now I'm going to give you one. Here's a question that is asked me all the time on, on my Facebook page. 
pizza pie. Where the heck did that come from? (laughs) (laughs) I I write songs about the things that are in my life. Now, don't forget, when I wrote these songs, I was very young. But I always wrote them about the things that were in my life that I loved to do. Mm -hmm. I wrote Dance Girl Dance because I loved to dance. Tell Me Why was a different thing. I wrote that with Buzzy, and and so we wrote that together, and he came to me with Tell Me Why. But Pizza Pie came because I love to eat pizza. I, I, I discovered it when I was about uh, 13 or 14 years old, and it was, it was, a, it was a kind of a food that, just, that I just adored. And so we didn't have pizza parlors in every corner in those days. We had to go to a good Italian restaurant or or our neighborhood Italian restaurant and be able to get a pizza. And so it was something that I looked forward to basically on the weekends. I was a chubby little guy, and I loved to eat pizza, and I looked forward to it, and I wrote a song about it. That's how it happened. Wow. You know, uh, many people think, that your song, Norman Fox and Rob Rogers, Pizza Pie, had to do a lot with the development of pizza parlors. I love that word, pizza parlors, because we, you know, it's pizzeria. Let's go to the pizzeria. Let's go. But pizza parlors, like you said, that's interesting. But evidently, your song had to do with a lot of the development of that particular industry, and the, which survives today. I think it's good. It's not I, only that. Not only survives. It's unbelievable. I mean, I travel all over the world, Brucey. It, there's there's pizza places on every every corner in every city that you can possibly imagine. All right, now you're an expert. I don't want to put you to the wall. Where's the best pizza? Where Where's the best piece oh. of pizza that you've ever that you've ever had? Let's put it that way. We'll get you a drum. Where? Get, me... Give me some thought. Where did you sit down and you had a a slice, right? Or a pie, and you went, oh, this is it. This is it. So okay. is that possible? Well, there's a, there's a, there's a, yes, there's a, there's a place on 70, between 71st Street and 70th Street on Lexington Avenue in Manhattan, and I can't remember what the name of it is. It's on the, as you're going north, it's on the right-hand side of the street. Uh-huh. I lived in that neighborhood. As far as I'm concerned, and as far as my children are concerned, it's the best pizza that we ever had. 